Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. We got to begin with the Yankees finally getting a win over the Tampa Bay Rays. But it's funny. You would have thought the Yankees finally beating the Rays, having a whole lot of good things going their way, finally against this Tampa team would be the story. But it is not the story here as we kick off this show. And it's been rather obvious to me, it's been rather apparent over the last couple of years, but especially here this year, that there is absolutely no love lost between the Tampa Bay Rays and the New York Yankees. If you follow the quotes in the media, if you can read into some of the body language that you see on the field, the chirping that you hear on the field, these teams don't like one another. Kevin Kiermaier basically told you that right after the game. Good. I like the fact that these teams don't like one another. I like the fact in many ways that it has this old school, chippy type of feel to it. But things were taken up quite the notch in Tuesday's game, and I'm sure it's going to be the topic of conversation. Now, before you're going down the rabbit hole of how dare the New York Yankees? How dare Roldis Chapman? How dare Masahiro Tanaka? I think you have to, first things first, put these head-to-head matchups, these games, and the fact that Tampa has basically thrown the Yankees around like ragdolls. Not just in a sense that the Yankees went into today's game with a record of 1-7 and seven against the Rays. No, it's more due to the fact that they have lost these games, but they have also been plunked and thrown inside, and they have been in many ways abused by Tampa pitching. So, clearly on Tuesday night, the memo from the Yankees was, to quote Twisted Sister, we're not going to take it. And good for Masahiro Tanaka. You know what? The Yankees saw DJ LeMayu get thrown out on Monday, you go back to Austin Romine a couple of years ago getting plunked nearly in the head. Tampa has thrown in on the Yankees. So for Kevin Cash to cry, woe is me, that, oh, how dare my guys get hit? And we'll get to Purcell, which was wrong, and Chapman throwing 101 at his head, which I didn't like one bit. But, like, this idea that Tampa doesn't throw at the Yankees is a bunch of crap because they clearly do. So Tanaka throwing at Wendell? Yeah, he did. Good for him. That's the eye for the eye. You could tell Wendell knew exactly what was coming. Kevin Cash acknowledged after the game that was an intentional pitch. 
And it was, especially with Tanaka's impeccable control. Now we get to the ninth inning of this game. And this is where I got to take a role this Chapman a task. I got no problem with you buzzing guys. I really don't. The Yankees are 1-7 against this team. You want to send a message? You're sick and tired of it? That's fine. But when you throw 101 miles an hour, you cannot be throwing the ball at somebody's head. I'm sorry, you can't do it. That goes for Kittridge and Austin Romine a couple of years ago, which Kevin Cash, oh, by the way, failed to mention. Maybe he did in the one pitch that got away and the one pitch that was intentional. Kind of sending you mixed messages about what his overall feel and what his overall tenor may be. I'm not condoning what Aroldis Chapman did. And I don't like the fact that Aroldis Chapman after the game is bolting and is not talking to members of the media on a Zoom call. He should be. When you're involved in something like that, you got to face the music. Now, maybe it's Chapman, saves the game, boom, gets out of there, hasn't been involved in many of these this year. Okay. Chapman's going to have to answer a whole lot of questions tomorrow, I am sure. And if the Yankees are smart, what they would do is they would make sure that Chapman is available for like some sort of pregame chat and some sort of pregame conversation. I am separating facts here. Do I like what a role this Chapman did in the ninth inning? No. Do I have a problem with the Yankees buzzing Tampa Bay hitters? No. I think both can be true. Buzzing Tampa hitters? Good. Throwing at the heads is an entirely different story. That clearly set Kevin Cash off. Now, Kevin Cash clearly has selective memory because he didn't really seem to have much to say on the amount of Yankee batters that were getting buzzed over these eight games or Yankee batters that have been getting buzzed over the last couple of years. Didn't have much to say on that. Clearly did have something to say about his guy getting buzzed near the head, which I totally understand. But then this is where Kevin Cash, to me, basically looks like a guy who's trying to make it the Wild Wild West. And the comment of, well, I got a full stable of guys that throw 98 miles an hour. Well, you hear a comment like that, it's game on later on tonight when the Yankees and the Rays play their final regular season matchup. I mean, I'd expect anything. And that to me is where if you are the umpires, you have to make it clear at the start of the game. No BS, no nonsense, and if we sense any sort of intent, you're getting thrown out of the game. Because otherwise, you're going to have a very ugly situation out at Yankee Stadium. And normally, you wouldn't be that concerned about a fight. But in this COVID world, I'm sure that's the last thing these teams want to see. It's the last thing Major League Baseball is going to want to see. And you know from the Loriano situation, you know from the Joe Kelly situation, that Rob Manfred is going to make an example of anything that could go down. So when you add all of that up, maybe you're not going to get like the full-fledged beanball type of war that you would get in years past. But there is no love lost. And I know I'm not breaking ground on this. And I know I'm not exactly uh, telling you something you don't already know. But the Rays and the Yankees hate each other. And you know what? I love it. 
I love it. Because you know how much of this nicey, nice stuff we got to see in sports? The hugging it out, it's this, it's that. And I'm not trying to like poo-poo good sportsmanship. I love good sportsmanship, but I love rivalries. I love when the other team doesn't really like its opponent. And the Rays and the Yankees don't like one another. It's awesome. I don't want balls going at somebody's head at 100 miles an hour. I don't want any injuries in Wednesday night's game. But, like, I think there are a whole lot of people that would love to see in some capacity the Yankees taking on the Rays in the postseason because the Rays in many ways have turned into the new Yankee rival because the Red Sox have faded into oblivion. You haven't been able to play the Astros this year, and you have to wonder with Houston, with all of the injuries they have had, the loss of Garrett Cole, what kind of shape they would even be in once we hit the postseason. Tampa, though, is more than capable of knocking the Yankees out. They've owned the Yankees throughout the course of this year, and they don't like the Yankees. So game on. From a watchability standpoint, from like a standpoint of what we do, which is talk about the games and watch and react and have all sorts of fun, you know, going back and forth with all this good stuff. I'm loving these hostilities. Sign me up right now, even though it would be a very tough series for the Yankees to win. These teams matching up in the postseason because it would mean a whole lot. And I guarantee you wouldn't get any of that lovey-dovey nonsense. Now, on the field, and obviously it gets overshadowed in many ways on Tuesday night because you got the Yankees and the Rays basically ready to come to blows. That was a really good win for the Yankees. That was a much-needed win for the New York Yankees. And it starts with Masahiro Tanaka. And that is why anytime you guys may bring up arguments to me about Tanaka giving you a clunker, Tanaka having a rough start or two in the regular season, and you guys in some ways get all up in arms about it, I have now gotten to the point with Tanaka where I'm just so even-keeled, and I am just so confident in his ability to get the job done in a big game, in a money spot, because I've seen it countless times in a Yankee uniform. Masahiro Tanaka knows how to pitch in big games. And when the Yankees needed to pick me up, that's exactly what he gave you. Six innings, two-run baseball, made the one mistake to Kevin Kilmeyer who to me is like one of these guys that doesn't hit against anybody except the New York Yankees. He and Choi, it's ridiculous. We'll go through this a little bit later on, but the stats are like eye-opening. Tanaka was terrific. And then you get to my guy, DJ Lemayo, who is as valuable to this Yankee team as anybody. The back quality he gives you, the performance level he gives you, Hits in the clutch, sets the tone. The guy is a flat-out stud. And you notice the difference in the Yankee lineup when he was there. And you notice the difference in the Yankee lineup when he was not. What does he do? Yankees need a win against the Rays. He goes out and hits two home runs. No big deal. One to left, one to right center. Bing, bang, boom. I'm not going to continue to beat this dead horse because I know for many of you, you're probably sick and tired of hearing it. That is a guy who would do everything in your power to keep in the offseason. 
You can't lose a DJ LeMayo. He's too valuable. He's too good. He's too important. And then the Yankees, even after Tampa ties this game, they get the big hit from Gio Rochella. A hit in which I thought Kevin Kilmeyer was going to make the play. I mean, he catches everything against the Yankees. And if you saw the replay, it was like inches away from his glove. And it was weird to see the Rays actually make a mistake in the field. They did. Urshela with that incredible slide. I mean, he was dead to rights at the plate. And he's kind of like got to do the swim move to get in there in order to be safe. It was just enough from the Yankee lineup. And then the Yankee bullpen, which has been much maligned over the last two or so weeks. That's what you want to see a whole lot more of. Forget about Chapman's antics. Loazaga, the one mistake, but still really good stuff. Britain coming back, and it's funny, I had a good back and forth with a couple of Yankee fans texting me throughout the game saying, I don't like the idea of going to Britain here. He's just activated off the injury list. I, I, I totally disagreed. I said, get him out there. He's one of your big guns. He's one of your big horses. Get him out there. That's his job, to go and pitch the eighth inning. And remember, you really haven't seen Britain and Chapman together for basically any part of this year because when Britain was doing his thing early, Chapman was dealing with COVID. Chapman comes back. Britain ends up on a shelf. So now you have those two guys, 8-9, where they should be at the end of the game. And listen, aside from Chapman you know, acting like a total punk, throwing one-on-one at somebody's head. His stuff was nasty. Good bite, sharp, missing bats, the Chapman I expect to see. That's a blueprint game for the Yankees moving forward. Without Aaron Judge, without John Carlos Stanton, that's the blueprint. Whole lot of LeMayu, quality starting pitching, lockdown work out of the bullpen. You would love to see the Yankees now go and take the final game of this series. It's not going to salvage what has happened here against Tampa over the course of this year. Nothing will salvage that unless you play them and beat them in the postseason or simply put, advanced further than them in the postseason. But I'd like to see the Yankees at least go, you know, in a Baltimore, take a two out of three. But the storyline, I think, for many of you regarding this game and the talking point for many of you regarding this game is not going to be the Yankees finally getting off the schneid and finally beating the Tampa Bay Rays. What it is going to be is this brouhaha between the Yankees and Tampa that has been going on for a couple of years. Don't be hiding on the pillow. Don't be living in the clouds thinking, oh, how dare the Yankees, they, they started this. No, they didn't. It's been going on for a while. This was an instance of the Yankees kind of snapping. Sick and tired of losing to Tampa. Sick and tired of getting thrown inside. And they did something about it. I don't like Chapman throwing at somebody's head. But you know what? The Yankees sending a message from Tanaka and Chapman before the Brissell pitch. I'm cool with it. Totally cool with it. Because I needed this team to show a pulse. And you know what? On Tuesday night today, credit, that's exactly what they did. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island Jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ucalypt speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023.